Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. something and God believe I feel a stirring in my soul then all this morning all the morning since I've been here today I felt something just stirred in my soul today as brother Boyd asked me to speak last Sunday he asked me to speak and through this week I've been prayed about something to speak about and so God gave me actually two messages I got two messages of notes here because I got to preach again in just a little while but uh and I feel something but Two different different thoughts, but Brother Rayleigh confirmed the one thought, the one I was had planned on going with, the one actually I gave scriptures for. He confirmed it in actually in his opening just comments today. So I believe God has got something for us today. Today, this is a subject I struggle with to speak about. Something I struggle with today. My flesh struggles with it. Can I put it that way? Today I want to come across, I don't want to come across as, as being negative. I don't want to come across as, as any other way. I just want to come across God speaking today. If you will turn with me in the book of Acts, chapter 13. I'm going to read a, kind of a lengthy reading, actually, in verse 42. I'm going to read, actually, down through the rest of the chapter. But today God has put something in my heart, and I believe it's, it's a word for us all, not just not just me speaking to you. I believe it's to me. I believe I'll be speaking to me. So if y'all want to join in and listen to me speak to myself today, y'all can, y'all can. Acts chapter 13 and verse 42 says, And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now when, when, <clears throat> now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. Verse 45 says, But when the Jews saw the multitude, they were filled with envy and spake against these things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. And Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said if it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing ye put it from you and judge yourself unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. Verse 47 says, And for, for so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set these to be a light of the Gentiles. Thou hast shouldest be of, for salvation and to the ends of the earth. Verse 48 says, And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as they ordained into eternal life, believing. Verse 49 says, And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the regions. Verse 50 says, But the Jews stirred up 
the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coast. 51 says, but they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came into Iconium and the disciples was filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Today, if you will, I know it was a lengthy reading today, but if you will, join me in prayer right now that God will bless me that I can speak this word. Lord, right now, Lord Jesus, I ask you, Lord Jesus, to anoint me. Lord Jesus, this earthly vessel, Lord, that I can speak this word, Lord, like you've laid it on my heart today. Lord Jesus, like Lord Jesus touches today, Lord Jesus has a congregation together. Lord, anoint us today with your presence and with your anointing. Lord Jesus, and anoint this word, Lord Jesus, it'll settle, and Lord, and be a, uplifting in our hearts. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today, when you read the story that I read, we find them preaching a message. And in that message, they preached. You know, they had a service, they had church, and at the end of that church service, they had, you know, they, they enjoyed the service, they enjoyed what was being heard, you know, the whole congregation. They asked them to speak that again next Sunday, the same message. That's what the first part of the scripture says. And they spoke, so then the next Sabbath came, Paul and Barnabas, they came and they preached again the message. But here we find, the Jews here, we find them coming back and they, they, they get envious because the Gentiles had got busy and did some evangelizing and they had brought some people. So here we find them, you know, the, the message came forth. But today is, you know, is the point I want to bring in this message, there's a lot of things you can go from these scriptures I read. You could talk about the envy and the jealousy that the, the, the people had against the, had, they had against the Gentiles. The way they, you know, the way they responded to the message and how they, they had, had some effect from the message. They had some results from the message. You could talk about envy, but today I want to talk about the, the message that came forth. All the ones that was there hearing that message had the same opportunity. They heard the same words spoken, but the difference was is what they did with that word. The same words that was preached across that pulpit came forth. And everyone heard the same words. But they all, there was two different outcomes. I want to share a story. There's a, there's a kind of a, a line through the northern part of the United States. It's kind of a dividing line that goes through the, top, the northern part of the United States. It runs usually down the, the crest of the Rocky Mountains. This, this, this line is, it kind of divides the, the nation in a point of when water creeks and rivers and one on one side they run towards the Atlantic Ocean on the other side that's this line they run towards the Pacific Ocean there's actually a place in the in Canada in the Rocky Mountains where there's a place actually there's a structure built that they call that there's the written across that is called the great divide and today that's going to be my title today of my message but the great divide this here's what what happens here is it's in a watershed in the Canada to where when the rain rain and water falls from heaven when it hits to this place water goes towards the east or water goes to the west the same rain that falls this this formed in the same cloud the water the moisture the same formed in the same cloud when it falls to the earth when it's gave to the earth it falls in this spot two raindrops can fall from the same cloud at the same time but whatever side they fall on each side of this divide is which direction they're going. 
that same two raindrops, their destination is going to be hundreds and thousands of miles apart. When the drops may fall at the same time, it may just fall just a matter of inches apart. But when they go in their separate directions, they become a creek, then they become a river, and then they become a bigger river, and then they wind up. One of them winds up in the Atlantic Ocean, and one of them lines up in the Pacific Ocean. Just the same water, nothing different, saying the same cloud, but just because they, they had a division time in their life, and they went in different directions. Today, every message that comes across this desk here, everyone hears from the voice of the same speaker. That word, when it comes forth, it's the same word. But what, where it changes is, is what we do with that word. What we do with that word is where the difference response comes. And that's where the great divide of a message is, is in our response. In, a way, in the way we interpret or how we take that message. Today I want to talk about a couple reasons, a couple things the enemy uses against us. And I'll use myself because I grew up in church and as Brother Boyd said last Sunday, he's slept through a lot of messages, probably more messages than some people's been in. And I, I've kind of felt myself there sometimes, you know, because I grew up and me and Brother Jerry slept under the pews when we was little and we had a bunch of church services and you had to watch out for your hands getting stepped on and all that kind of things. But, but we heard a lot, I've heard a lot of messages in my life. I've been around here for over for almost 46 years. So I've heard a lot of messages. So I can talk about myself, the way the enemy has come up against me during the preaching of the word. Because that's when it comes to being a, a, a point in our life in the, in the service. Everybody can be worshiping, everybody can be singing, everybody be jumping and clapping and having a good old time. But when the word comes forth, that's when the enemy starts to, to work. Because he knows if he can stop the word, everybody can have fun with the singing and everybody can, you know, we can, the singing's good and all that, but, but when the word comes forth, he tries to throw up distractions. And in my life, I can remember, and I'm not proud of to say that today, but I can remember my, in different times in my life where when God would be dealing with my heart as a teenager, I'd be sitting towards the back or sitting usually towards the back. <laughs> like most teenagers try to do, you know, they try to drift to the back, especially when God's dealing with them. But God would be dealing with me with something and I'd get my mind on something I was going to do tomorrow about a football game or a football practice or something. I would get my mind distracted because I knew if I stayed focused on what the preacher was saying, I was going to be up here. Throughout my life, I can remember times, like I say, I can say that because I, I say that because I, that I did that. I was there. There's been times in my life where God has allowed other people to be a distraction and service, and you miss out what God's wanting to do. You may be connected for part of the service, but before you know it, God is, the enemy has distracted you. And when it comes time to do something about that message, we're so distracted we realize we don't do it. I can even say in latter, even even sometimes recently, I've allowed the things I had to do to Sunday afternoons. My message, I'll be focusing on what I got to do for Madison. And actually the service will be a blur. Because I had my mind focused on something for God. But I missed out on something I missed out here. 
where God was trying to feed me. And I think that's why this is so hard in my heart. I felt this pressed on me. I felt convicted over this. So I think that's why I wanted to share this today because I'm my conviction. Because I felt like I was sitting on the, on the pew, sitting on, even on the platform here when preaching was going forth and I felt like my mind was what I got to get done before I could get the service in Madison or what I had to do or how I need to get there, what, who I need to call. And all these things was on my mind when I should have been receiving what God was trying to give to me. Because today I think we're, we're going to be held responsible for every message that we've set under the umbrella of. I think that God is, he gives us an opportunity. And I believe he gives us that chance to listen to the word. And when that, that great divide happens in our life, because we're going to make a decision. Brother Boyd talked about it just a couple weeks ago. He, we're going to make one of two decisions. We're going to be accepted to the word or we're going to turn around and walk out the back door. And when we walk out the back door, we're doing just what the people in the, 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 the Jews did in the, the text I read. They rejected that word. Here they ran, ran Paul and Barnabas out of the city just because they took the word the wrong way. They allowed the word to affect them in a negative way. They rejected the word. And the scripture says, in the end of the part of the scripture, it says, and Paul and Barnabas brushed the dust off their shoes, brushed the dust off their pants. Today, this is a serious statement, but today, I hope God, one day he may brush the dust off and we keep rejecting him to a point one day he may just say, well, they've heard this word enough. He's heard it for 46 years. He may be playing around doing this or that. But is he, he really listened to when I gave him the word. And he may say, well, he's heard it enough. And dust the, bush, dust the breast off of his shoes and walk away. And, and that's going to be a sad day when he does that for people. And I don't want to come as a negative today, but today is, I believe each message that comes across, each message we sat under, I believe we're going to hear that. We're going to feel that presence. Just a testimony, and Brother Jerry shared this same testimony. When, when we wasn't living right for God, and I don't want to, you know, keep talking about that, but when we don't live, wasn't living right for God, there's times when we were at our lowest, or at our, when you were at your lowest, and so probably people, other hear people, that was this, some prodigals that's been come back probably can say this same thing. When you was at your lowest, or you heard something, you may heard, you heard a message, I can remember people when I was doing things I knew I shouldn't have been doing. But I could hear messages. I could remember parts of messages. I couldn't remember the whole message, but I can remember the parts of the messages that got to me. And so I believe when you hear a message across this pulpit, what we do with that is going to matter the most. Today as time gets short, I believe we're seeing the end times. I believe when we, we sit through messages, God is sending us messages to stir us, to draw us closer. He's calling for the last revival. He's calling for the, the final, final wrap up. I believe he's calling for, for the, see the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. But we got to be accepted to that. We've got to, we've got to step out and when, when the preaching comes forth, we can't, well, that's for somebody else. 
We're going to have to step out ourselves. We can't wait for someone else to step out because somebody else may be waiting for us to step out. God is calling us today. God is outpouring and outpouring of his spirit. If you'll just look around and be watch around, there's God's doing things. He's touching people and changing people. That's sometimes in our eyes we like they're they're untouchable by God. They don't you know they don't care. But while I've seen God pour out his spirit. I seen God pour out his spirit last Sunday on 10 souls. Got the Holy Ghost. In a service in Tallahassee, at one time there was 10. And I said, but God's pouring out his spirit. But today I want to challenge us. When the God comes forth, when the message comes forth, we need to receive that message. We need to receive that word. In closing today, if you will stand. God is calling us to end time revival. But we got to we got to be receptive to it. When the word comes forth, when God moves on our hearts as Christians, we should be the first ones to the altar. We should be the first ones to lead in reaction to the service. Today I want to close this service out as, as they play something or sing something, but I want us to if you will come forward into the around the altar and let's pray today that God'll to give us that his anoint us today as a congregation that we will be receptive to his word and that we will move and react to his word let us pray that God will touch us today and draw us closer to him This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.